0: I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel.
1: I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, this goes out to you.
0: This goes out to you. To you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome
2: back to the Juice Podcast. It is, what day is it today?
1: Can we get a day check? It is Monday April 18th, 2022. April 18th, opening day of Missouri
2: turkey season, if I needed to translate that for anyone that didn't know, opening day of Missouri turkey season, and Q, yes sir, shot him a turkey this morning.
1: That I did. On film. That we did.
2: It was super dope, so. It's a good way to start the season. Yeah, exactly, we, and we kind of got we our needed ass, it. Yeah, we got our <laughs> ass beat in Kansas, just, I mean, not that we didn't see
0: birds, not that we didn't hear birds and stuff, but it was just we got our ass beat. Like, What was that? Uh, You sent me a Snapchat of like some snakes. Oh, what yeah. What was that about? Boy. Get
2: this. So we get back to the truck, and I am walking to the back of the truck to like put all my stuff in the back, mm. and uh, I, I'm walking, and I look down, and I see a snake, and in my head, I have no clue why I thought this, but I'm like oh, that's a good prank because we we're on public land. Yeah, I'm like, to go put a fake snake right at the pool in so when people are getting out of their truck, I'm like, that is a good prank. And I went to step by it, and it went, like, and moved. And I, dude, I jumped six foot in the air. I literally, fu- I screamed, jumped up in the air, and I'm like, ah! dude, I hate snakes. Like, yeah. literally, the worst. I
0: don't, I don't do snakes.
2: Yeah, so. I, so I've i got tattoo on my side that says fearless, and I should put, like, a little asterisk underneath except snakes <laughs> <laughs> seriously yeah. like no. i hate snakes they're the worst yeah but so then we see the snake and i tell q and we and then i'm like all right let's get some shots of it let's get some slow and we got like slow-mo of the like little tongue coming out and doing all this and stuff and uh then like any dude would do we're like let's poke it with a stick <laughs> so he goes to get a stick yeah. and reaches down in the grass and there's another one right there two snakes right by each other
0: what kind of snakes were they? I you don't know. know. I
1: figured... I f- I, what were bad they? Bad
2: snakes. Like, they're all bad snakes. I mean, yeah, they're all bad. But yeah. it
1: had, it had like, that triangle head shape, so you c- it was... poisonous. Yeah, yeah. So I ran over them with my truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, so
2: I don't blame you a bit. Yeah, we were just saving anybody else that was kind of trying to go on that public land and do that thing. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we had to kill two snakes in Kansas. But, yeah, we had... Uh, Quite the time out there, stayed in a hotel for two days. So that was kind of fun. Like, it was just, that's why I was telling Q, like,
0: it's just fun going on hunting trips. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's the camaraderie and everything else. It's not just about going and killing the turkey or a deer. Right,
2: right. That and like uh, Saturday night, we ordered a pizza and uh, we watched the UFC fights in the hotel room, Mm -hmm. which we watched them and then fell asleep like before they ended because we were both exhausted. Who fought? Uh, Vicente Luque and uh Bell Muhammad.
1: I fell asleep halfway through. Uh, which, which they're
2: welterweights. Mm.
1: Um, they're really number like, five and six.
2: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Bell Muhammad won. Yeah, he did. Yep. But uh, Vicente Luque's good. I like watching him. So but I'm
0: just not like I've never really got into UFC like you guys are deep into it, dude. It's COVID and COVID
2: happened, and all the other sports started getting real weird. Yeah, and stuff. And then the UFC was still putting on fights. It was just that. And uh, the one of the reasons why I like it is they have, they do like so much and nobody else probably brain works this way or even pays attention to this stuff, but their marketing is so good. Yeah. Like they know how to market the fights with dropping trailers and e- they have like edits and they do a series for like all the pay-per-view events. So like the big fights um, that's called embedded and it's like a behind the scenes type deal where they go and like follow the fighters around uh, for the week. Mm-hmm. So like whenever there's a pay per view event for uh, a UFC, like I don't watch it Saturday, and like that's the, I watch all six embedded. You know, like mm-hmm. Monday when it comes out, whenever they show up to the town and start training, they they and what's cool about it is they film it and edit it quickly and post it that's what we did with the Heartland Waterfowl stuff where we were on the trip, edited it and posted. So it's kind of cool. It's like current content, like straight up yeah. what's happening, what happened today. And it's shot really well. Like yeah. I like the way that it's shot, like cinematic, like good shots, really good storytelling. So sure. yeah, I just, I started uh, falling in love with the fact that they do all the media around. It's not just you watch a game on Saturday. Yeah. Like I follow the stuff. And then I'm now, I'm like, I even like listen to UFC podcasts or like mm-hmm. people that are that have the podcast because I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't know this dirt about these people.
0: It's just yeah. I'm all ate up now, completely ate yeah. up. Yeah, there's a lot more in depth yeah. stuff than people just know about. But I don't
2: care about football anymore. No I really don't.
0: Well, or baseball or bat. Like I don't even like, like, like who's ba- playing. I don't watch baseball as much as I used to. Yeah, because it was I mean, a lot
2: easier. And everybody, everybody is so guilty of it. Wants to like claim the bandwagon deal. Yeah, when we were in the World Series. Hey, of course everybody was watching baseball. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We were
0: watching every game. <laughs> Your city's there. Yeah, we were like staying up <laughs> yeah. way past when we should. Mm-hmm.
1: Late to work. <laughs> you know, we were doing it all. Yeah, you guys yeah, would was a, a bottle of Jack Daniels during a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can call you can call me a bandwagon fan, but dude, when we having fun, if we winning, I if mean, it's winning, let's be it's honest.
2: fun.
0: Baseball is kind of boring to watch. Yeah, like it, you gotta
2: I, love it. Like you, you, you gotta, gotta love, love it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta
0: love it. But like, if you just turn it on, it's not like watching a football game or watching a UFC fight. It's like yeah. everything's slow. Nothing against baseball fans, just I mean, yeah. I played baseball growing up, and it's still kind of boring to me. But yeah, that and I think that sometimes
2: like what what I like I don't know maybe I'm just like I like insane action, but uh, with the UFC fights, like the card with. Uh, comes at chamayev or whatever and gilbert burns like it was a perfect example of just like dude there's every once in a while crazy stuff just happens mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not just like all right yeah he threw it over to the side and then there every once in a while the world gets shocked like yeah. whenever uh ben a- or not been asking uh when jorge got knocked out by uzman and everybody was like we didn't even <laughs> know that was possible you know what I mean? Like it was just like w- w- I'm sitting at the screen and we're like, <gasps> freaking out. I hardly ever do that about football stuff, and I just yeah, just wired different. But yeah, yeah, I think COVID had, with all the everything shutting down and then the USD still putting putting on fights, it was like something we could still like get together and watch. And yeah, for sure. So for sure. Anyways. for sure. I started liking, it. but you had you had an eventful weekend as well. We were in Kansas and you were here. Yep, I went. uh snagging down like the ozarks yeah tell us tell us a little bit about this uh snagging story you filled your pockets up a little bit full <laughs> yeah. of cash
0: yeah we uh went down and snagged we caught a limit crappie on friday on truman and then friday afternoon we went down and we live scoped live scoped a spoonbill which is crazy yeah in itself and then saturday we fished the snag masters which is kind of the biggest national tournament around, $30 entry fee per person. And at 9.30 on Saturday morning, yeah, Saturday morning, we caught an 88.6, which is, I mean, like the past year. What's was, the
2: biggest yeah. you caught up up in – see, I don't know the Spoonbill game. I don't know. Is, is that – I caught an 80 a
0: couple years ago, and, like, that was by far the biggest one I've ever caught. Yeah. And then 88, which normally wins it, and I thought I had the lead the whole day. until It's like, different
2: when you're in a tournament. You catch an eighty in a tournament, and you're like, ooh, we in the money.
0: Yeah, like, you catch. that's what Garrett told me. Yeah, he's buddy. like, oh. He's like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be top three. I was like, okay. Like, that's All exciting. Right. Like, you know, they pay yeah. out $3,000 almost for first, and then a couple thousand for second. So it's kind of made the day a little easier. Yeah. But, Did you
2: guys catch any other ones other than that big one?
0: Yeah, we caught a limit, and we caught a band – Mm. Which was neat. His dad caught a band, so I don't know how that works really. I think you got to like measure it, weigh it, send in the information. Right. But that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, I went to weigh-ins, and then like five minutes left, a guy from Oklahoma. Apparently, he's like.
2: Oh, so they got people from out of state coming to this yeah. deal. This is a bigger deal than I thought. Yeah,
0: there was a, uh, hundred and ten boats and like four hundred people snagging. Really. Yeah. So, but yeah, a guy from Oklahoma came in. with like five minutes left to weigh in, and weighed in like a ninety-one. A ninety-one. And beat me. Yeah. Dang. So. So you got second place. Second place, kind of disappointing, but still, yeah, pretty good out of right. four hundred people. You I mean, got paid to go fishing. Yeah. It's a good cares? weekend, though. Yeah, yeah. Paid my bar tab. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which, dude, you got to win a lot to pay that bar tab. Yeah, it was
0: a rough morning, Saturday morning. Yeah, I I, I talked to Dilly. Dilly didn't, didn't did, make it up to go? He didn't make it. Would he have made a cut on
2: some money if he would have gone?
0: Yeah, we would Oh,
2: had, that's even worse. Yeah, because,
0: like, we, you know, we're all out there do, working our butts off together in the same boat. So, we figure if one of us snags a big one, we're just going to split the money, which is fair. Yeah. So, we would have had to split it four ways, but Dill missed out, so we only had to split it three ways, and then I made more money, so. Yeah. Yeah, you missed out for sure. That that might be the strategy.
2: If you want to win the money, you got to keep everybody up partying and then try and wean the people out of who wakes
0: up and goes in the morning. <laughs> exactly. So you can get a better cut. Yeah. That might be the st-
2: Hey, I think I've, I I think I know what Garrett's doing down there. <laughs> he's figuring it yeah, out. Yeah. He's like, "All right, let's do a little party <laughs> and hang out. and Then let's see who wakes up." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we were up till about 1:32 o'clock and I had to get up at 5 and it's just rough yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm making it to the boat. Yeah, I i hope i'm pretty know. confident
2: <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's a crazy thing dude i i, I can't do the like s- get super drunk and then go i'm um, not a big fan. Efficient, hung over anymore it's well that's hard. like
0: that's the thing with snagging it's like the way they do it because mm-hmm. you basically just hold on to a rod mm-hmm. and garrett does all the driving so you i for the first three hours a day i pretty much was sleeping just holding on to a rod <laughs> I mean, there's not like it's not like you go crappie fishing, you got to like be tuned into the live scope, yeah. You know, because if I if I got that drunk, went out and tried to crappie fish, it wouldn't go well.
2: What do you I'm sorry, uh, I'm changing topics quickly, but uh, what do you think about the live scope? Uh, not controversy, but I know that like the the diehards they're like, well, yeah, duh, live scope, it's the game. But you see, like, it's like I've even got it on some of the YouTube videos that we posted, of uh, people like going after the live scoping, like, "That's not real fashion," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, where do you stand with some of this? I, I know where you stand, but uh, where, where do you think that comes from? Like, why are people like that? Like, what do you? Uh, we, we got, we got cars now. You don't want to drive. You want to ride a horse. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's that's what thi- that's how things happen. I know things evolve. We get smarter. Yeah. We get new tools. Like
0: I think people are just I don't know. I mean, there's two things. I think people are setting their ways. They don't they don't they are catching fish now. Yeah. Like the old way. Do you think part of
2: it is And people I people that can't afford the live scope are the ones that talk the trash on the live scope? It's like I don't think like it's that, that they can't
0: afford it. I just think it's and I'm not trying to be rude to anybody out there that's against it. I mean, it's your opinion. Right. But I think it's just less intelligent people that, you know, they're setting their ways and they're not willing to learn something new, yeah. even though it's working and it's proven that it works. Yeah. And, you know, you get people like commenting on your YouTube videos. Saying, yeah. Well, oh, I well think you that, guys don't need that. Well, we don't need it, but it does help.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my thing is, too, is, dude, that's just how fishing works, and, and that, that's just how life works a, a, as a whole. Like at yeah. one time, dude, people were flinging little pieces of stick with a sharpened rock at animals. Yeah, stuff evolves. And yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, and things change, and you yeah. get more. Here's my deal: is wouldn't you want people to be more efficient? You would think like it's more. It's it's more of an efficient way. Yeah, and here's the other thing: if you think that by people going out and live scoping and catching fish that it's like hurting any sort like, dude, there is so much crappie and like, Oh, I you're mean, never going to fish anything out. You're never you, going to fish anything out.
0: It blew my mind when I first got it and just went out on and tried to figure it out. How many fish are actually in the lake? Yeah. Like you would have never guessed. I can go out. and Honestly, this is not a lie. I could go out anywhere in the lake. You just point the direction. And I can find a fish and catch it. Like, that's just how many fish there is. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm that good with it. It's just that's the, the truth. Yeah. And, I, I mean, man, you're just going to get left behind. Yeah. That's if, the if, thing. If, if you don't want to use it, that's fine. Like, that's your personal preference. But you're going to get left behind.
2: Yeah. That's you my know.
0: thing. All right. Keep uh, rubbing two sticks together. I'm going to use the lighter. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's exactly right. what it is. Like
2: um, do you think that Livescope is uh, like one of the biggest pivotal things for like fishing as a whole, technology-wise? That's been like developed. A hundred percent. You think that it's it's one of the things where it went, oh, this is this is what it was now, but this kind of changed the landscape because if you don't even have like just let's just talk about it as a professional level. Could you imagine anybody on a professional level that? Like, it's an advantage. You know oh, what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like having steroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha, have we ever seen anything like that up until this point where it was like, oh, maybe the Alabama. Remember that when people were catching a ton of fish on the mm-hmm. Alabama when it first started? That that's what I'm talking about. Something that comes into the market space and it goes, oh, this completely changes. I don't know of anything, and you know, you know way more than I do. I don't know anything other than live scope that is con- completely gone shift
0: this way. No, and the reason, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff coming into fishing, you know, side scan, down imaging that can show you a lot more than just regular 2D sonar. But none of that shows you the behaviors of fish. Right. Like before you could, like the Alabama rig, it caught more fish, yeah. But you can't see what that fish is doing. Is it looking at your bait and you're, you're twitching it and then it runs off? Or are they nosing up and looking at it and eating it? Or are they following it? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing that has ever been like this to where you can see the behaviors yeah. of what they do or I where think they it, go.
2: I think it, like, opens up a whole new window for information about fish. Oh, 100%. So, and, and that's what, like, I've joked with a couple of buddies. I'm like, dude, you could give me a shoestring, mm-hmm. and you could take a shoestring, and put it on a hook and if they're going to bite and you put it right in front, we're going to know. Yeah. We're going to know. Yeah. It does. And that, the, here's the other thing with Live scope that kind of blew my mind is I think that there was too much emphasis on color, this, that 100%. you doing that, whatever, all these different variations of you got to use this. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. If you put it in front of the face, they're either going to bite it or they're not. I think that live scope, Mm -hmm. Proved that, and I saw. Did I send you that uh, video? I think it was on Instagram. The guy catching the crappie off of a skittle wrapper. I saw that.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you right there that the bait doesn't matter. I'm more of a. It's the presentation. Yeah, and maybe the profile, but as far as color, do you think it's helped you
2: also knowing what your bait looks like underwater to where you go? Oh, if I do uh, this. You know, I can see – you have more of a relation. Otherwise, you're just looking at down at the water and then imagining what your bait's doing. Yeah. You know, it, has that opened up, like,
0: with the presentation? Yeah, like, presentations, everything. Like, before, you know, we used to fish and we used to, tr- like, drop by trees and you would just kind of jig your glue around and stuff. And we always thought, like, that would cause a reaction to them to bite. But well, once I got live scope, I was going down there and I was jigging around like that and those fish would run off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do we catch fish before? Like, how many fish did I scare off? Yeah, doing that before. So now every fish, almost every fish, I catch, I just dead stick it, and they'll bite it. Dead stick it. So explain that. What's dead um, stick? It? Basically, just hold it as still as possible right above them. Don't move it. Don't jig it. Nothing. Really. And it's like they, they can't stand it. Yeah, it's, it's like just they, it's like they want it to move, but it ain't moving, so they're gonna kill it.
2: Really. Yeah.
0: It's pretty. It's crazy because it's stuff like that that I never knew. Yeah. Because before, you know, like I said, we were just popping it and popping it and thinking that they're going to eat it. And really, I'm scaring fish off. Yeah. So. It it's just, I've used it for two and a half years now, and I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. No. And. There's still a million more things that I could learn. It's, yeah. It's just never
2: ending. Could you imagine, dude? If you like, if, if you were doing it day to day. Just like how much more information you'd be able to pick up and yeah. and then digest and then form an opinion on. Mm-hmm. You know, like you would just what I can't remember what those things are even called, but like where you all you could you, you get more variables to take in. You no, know, yeah. Through all, all this information. If you could fish every day and you could just go, Really dial in. Oh, are you kidding me? I've had my gain set at this. Mm-hmm. I need to have it like this and yeah. I catch way more fish whenever my gain because I can see this happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't even that or Hey, we did something. I was thinking about this the other day, and this is just because I was thinking about the live scope. Is there a way to where your bait?
0: Is, okay, let me ask this:
2: Is there any baits that show up better on the
0: live scope? Yes, for sure. In my well, opinion, this is maybe somebody else's different opinion, but right. in my opinion, yes. And I think denser thing. Would denser subjects do that? Yes. So, like my dad. I went fishing with my dad, and he likes to try everything under the moon. Yeah. And he they found these little, like, plastic, they're lightweight plastic jig heads. They're hard, some kind of hard plastic. You can't hardly see the dang things. Mm-hmm. Just a lead head, a round ball lead head, which to me, shows up the best. Because they make, like, little flat minnow-looking heads. Yeah. The problem with that is when they get turned this way. I got you you can't see them mm-hmm. when they're like this you can see them yeah but that round ball head no matter which way it turns yeah it's always the same it's always the same that braided line shows up a lot better than monofilament or fluorocarbon yeah can see that so yeah just people say tungsten shows up pretty good yeah I would, it's i mean it's pretty hard metal yeah it's dense
2: so, that's what i was thinking is uh you know those baits there there's some baits where it's got that like little like pieces of like Sparkle basically, but like speckle in it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could take, like, as it, during the pouring process, if you could take like little metal shavings, maybe put metal shavings in your plastic, so then, like, your whole instead of just having a jig head register, mm-hmm. you're having your whole plastic with the you know metal shavings in there.
0: Yeah, that might work as long as you don't care about the weight of your bait because it yeah. might affect like how it falls, but yeah, yeah that
2: would work. I was just thinking. Uh, Maybe someone could figure out, you know, like a dense subject that could go inside the plastic to where it would show up for live scopers Mm -hmm. better on screen where they could be, you know, because that's I think that's dude. there's such a learning curve with it, too. Oh, my gosh. Explain that. Like whenever you first got out and started doing the live scope to now, like what's some of the things that you've learned from being a beginner, putting the thing on, plugging it on and then uh, to now, like. With tons of reps and tons of fish caught.
0: Before I get to that, let's go. Can I jump back to yeah. why people think like you get those people that ah, you don't need that? Yeah. Let me just tell you, it's not as easy as you putting on your boat and going out and catching a ton of fish. It's that's, not.
2: That's that's the thing that I always thought is like whenever we were getting this grief, I'm like, oh, okay. like, easy. oh yeah, it's so easy for you I'm like, no, it's here. It's kind of hard to figure out. Let me put
0: it on your boat and just send you out and see how many fish you catch. it's yeah. like, it's not that easy. Yeah. I mean it's you it's there's 100 100% art to it. Like you can't just put it on and go, "Yep, here catch fish, catch fish." No. So, but no, uh, the learning curve. First time you go out, it's it's like <laughs> it's like something you never seen. You're just like, "What in the world?" You got to figure out your arrow where it's pointing. You got to figure out like what's your jig and what's not your jig. And you don't even know what's crappie when you're first looking at it. Yeah. So, but that's what you learn is like, what crappie actually are. Yeah. Because before I was fishing for crappie and I was catching bluegill, small bass. Then you learn the size of the crappie and you can tell what's a big one and what's not. So, and then you eventually learn where's it, where its, where its head is and where its tail is. So you're not dropping on its tail and spooking it. I got you. So, I mean, you stare at it long enough, you can tell. Like, I know there's guys out there in the professional fishing all these tournaments. They can tell you within a quarter pound of how big these fish are. Really? Yeah. I'm not that good with it. Yeah. And it's just
2: reps. It's just they've had so much of like, all right, I've caught one that looks like that before, and it's typically this. Mm -hmm. So, and they just have a, I always think about this as like, when you throw a football, you don't go, all right, uh, the person's out 20 yards, so I need to go little bit this way it's all on feel yeah you know you just have a mental uh like scale that you can go and mm-hmm. i think that maybe you develop that with the live scope to mm-hmm. where you're just like all right yeah typically there it
0: were around you know right at a pound in the yeah. or whatever well you just you learn like because you got grid lines on your graph oh yeah and the way i run it is they're about two foot squares mm-hmm. so if you got one that's a square that's a big one. Yeah. You know, if it's just a little bitty dot that looks kind of like a jig, most of the time it's probably a small one. Yeah. That's kind of how I go off of it. But it's just, it's a game changer, and it you can chase fish now. Yeah. Like, that's the that's crazy thing. That's the thing.
2: one thing that uh, I I didn't ever think about is that uh, we're in open
0: water, just and we would just follow a fish, follow a fish, and then catch him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's. Never would you have thought you'd been like, oh, there's a fish. Let's follow him for 400 yards and then catch him. The same fish. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy stuff, man. And then, like, I don't quote me on this, but I think I heard something or read something. You know who Matthew Rogers is. Great, yeah. great fisherman. Yeah. He was down at some lake. We need to get him on here. Yeah, that'd be, that's the guy you can talk to because he knows a lot about that.
2: I'll put him on the schedule. Matthew Rogers, haul at us if you want to get on the podcast.
0: Yeah. But he was talking about he was fishing some tournament, and there was all these boats out fishing. And by just looking at his graph, he could see fish going to a different area. Mm-hmm. And then he followed those fish into this ditch, a different area, which nobody else realized what they were doing. He saw it on his graph where they were going ended up winning it. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's just stuff like that. It's like a third eye. I mean, the guy on the Bassmaster Classic this year, live scoped, won it. Really?
2: <laughs> Who Was it Jason Christie this yeah. year? Yeah. Dude, I remember that. You want to know a crazy story? Whenever I was working at Bass Pro, whenever I was in high school, there was this guy that fished like FLWs, and he had like a construction company or something like that before, made a bunch of money, but he just wanted to fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he just had a part-time job at the fishing department at Bass Pro because he liked this stuff, Like talking fishing this and that. Yeah. Anyways, he uh, a couple of the guys that worked in the department, um, they used to do these live seminars where you could like tune in, and we would have a webcam. And this guy lived in Warrensburg, and we would go to his house, and it was like, uh, the second Thursday of every month or something like that. They do a seminar, they bring a professional fisherman on there, and he would talk about, you know. Ott DeFoe talked about doing – Jason Christie talked about flipping Mm -hmm. because he's big on flipping and stuff like that. Uh, But we used to go to his – and we'd go in his basement. We'd have a webcam. And, dude, we watched a handful of them. And uh, you could, like, type in replies whenever they were talking. And they had uh, us come on as a guest room, and we got to ask questions. Really? And Jason Christie was the guy that was doing it. So whenever he won the Classic, I was just like, man, what a crazy – like.
0: That is crazy. You
2: know, I don't, I don't pay a ton of attention to it, but I pay enough. You know, what yeah. I mean? I, I, I watch a handful uh, on the whenever they're on, and uh, but I also follow all the stuff on social, so I pay attention mm-hmm. to it. But just to be like, oh, I watched a guy. I watched the guy that won the classic in a seminar
0: ten years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. It is I mean, crazy. It's just kind of wild. But it is, it is, it is. It is. But no, uh, I want another live scope. Yeah. gotta get the money for
2: it yeah you want a bigger one
0: i don't know if i want a bigger one bigger screen i would love to have a bigger screen they're very expensive but you want two i want just two i want all these uh you know all these guys that run tournament trails they all run most of them run two most of them and the reason i want two is i want one on my troll motor shaft and then they have this pole that mounts to your troll motor for, like, when you put it on spot lock, your trolling motor head always turns, so you can't really look at it. Right. But you have one on a pole that just, like, if you are pull up on a brush pile, put your spot lock on, then point your pole to brush pile. Yeah. That's what would be good for. And then you. But
2: open. when you're chasing, you want to be able to have the one on your trolling motor. Exactly.
0: That's smart. Yeah.
2: I think that you kind of have to, if you're going to take it, like, legit, legit, you have to have the best of both worlds. Like, if you're doing it for money, if you're doing the tournaments and oh. stuff like that, you got to have that. Yeah. Uh, and I've always thought that of like, if you're going to have one or the other, I'd rather have the one on the murder. motor, yes. but it definitely would be dope to have two, because if yeah. you, especially if you got spot lock, if you got spot lock, it's like, why do you not, you know what I mean? Have the second one, yeah. sit there, put it on and then you can go, yeah. okay, we're going to sit right here,
0: right here and point right at and here I'm going to point it right here never gonna I, move. it's
2: never going to waver. It's never going to, I'm going to have clear vision, clear, like
0: mm-hmm. that's smart. Yeah. And I, I, that's what I want, but. To get the money to do it.
2: So trying to tell me that you, at one time, at one time, you had to like live scope was the upper hand. Now you got to have two. <laughs> Stuff changes, man. That's what I'm saying. This is that. That's yeah. I, this is such a pivotal like thing in fishing. It's like it just it's changing the game. Like just it like, literally is changing the
0: game. There's another thing that has taught people for, about live scope is all these guys are now learning that when it's windy, your boat's slapping. Or you just move wrong on your boat, it spooks fish. And if you hit your troll motor, it spooks fish. So people are putting troll motors on the back of their boat now. So they can hit those troll motors to slow them down instead of the one on the front so they don't spook fish.
2: <laughs> really? Okay, so how does that
0: work? So they're mounting like these.
2: Which obviously has a remote pedal.
0: Yeah, they have switches up front that they can like stomp on. It's like stomp switches right, or whatever, and it turns them on. Yeah. So, like, whenever they're floating with the wind and they see a fish, er. ins- instead of stopping with the front trolling motor. and st- Right. They hit the back. Yeah. Hit, they hit the back trolling motor and kind of just breaks them. Crazy. Just stuff like that. This is just
2: racking up a bill. Not only do you got to have two live scopes now, now you got to have two trolling motors.
0: Yeah.
2: And only that's one fish fishes to, most a, of the time. Yeah, that's a lot to maintain. Yeah. I will say the one uh, – I don't know if anybody listened to this and all three of them. I, I, I don't know if they even care about live scope, but we're talking about it. Uh, but um, one of the crazy things that I didn't know that was like super cool is whenever you, we, we Bluetoothed it to the phone. Mm-hmm. And it was, dude, it was so tight because typically you only got one guy fishing. You can do two guys, but yeah. it's kind of difficult with the live scope. But what was cool is we had this screen, what the screen was viewing. Bluetooth to the phone, so I was just sitting in the bottom of the boat and I was watching everything that was happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I got to see, it and it was just as fun getting to be able. To, and I'm like, okay, little bit more, <laughs> little bit more, little bit more. I think it was fun. Yeah, you know. And I think that that that's another cool part is you can have three guys, and when you're more efficient, catch a fish, switch, catch a fish, switch. Like, yeah, you can you can do that. And that's what I try to. You do You can only have one fishing, one guy fishing, and probably be more efficient than you just bouncing around to every tree in the freaking lake, yeah. dipping in. Oh yeah, you know,
0: for sure, yeah. Most like, I know like Josh Jones, which is one of the biggest names. In I that. just
2: followed him on Instagram. He seems like he catches the shit out of everything.
0: He does. He's he is one of the best at lives at Garmin Lance now, but he's one of the best for sure. And they fish that American Crappie Trail and the Crappie Masters. And his partner doesn't even touch a fishing rod the whole time. He stands behind him with a net. Really? Yeah. And then some friends of ours, Larry Gorman and Dalton Gorman, who are really good at it too. Dalton runs a trolling motor, catches a fish. Larry just stands there with a the net. That's all they do. Just i
2: seen your dad went down and fished the other day.
0: Yeah, he, he was at Grenada for two <laughs> two two and a half weeks.
2: Did he catch a big one?
0: He caught a 299, almost a three-pounder. That's a big one. 280-something, a, a 250. He was trying to catch a three-pounder. It was windy every day, though, he said. Yeah.
2: It's windy down there.
0: Yeah, it's just flat. Like, you get 10-mile-an-hour winds down there. It's and like there's 30. nothing
2: around the lake to break it. No, you know, like, it's, at yeah. Truman, you can get – remember where we saw uh, – what's his name? Back in there, and there's, like, the big cliff walls around there. Oh, you we can, saw Jeff, yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you can sneak in to yeah. a spot like that and kind of get out of the wind. Dude, down good there? luck. Good yeah, luck. Good. That's the same thing on Okeechobee. Really? If it's windy, good luck. Yeah. Yeah grass <laughs> I mean, just grass yeah but yeah uh, yeah um, fishing in the wind kind of sucks every once in a while
0: uh that, that yeah i don't like it that much i like a little bit of wind i've learned that like if it's slick calm yeah like slick calm it's hard to catch crappie because they're so spooky yeah like if there's just a little bit of chop on the wind air on the water do you ever get in a situation where you would have to use power poles on truman 100 percent. shallow enough to where you could um, 10 foot or less most time. I mean, if you pull up to like, I guess
2: I just don't, whenever we're bouncing around, how deep are we
0: most? I mean, most of the time I fish 15 foot or less on Truman most really? of the time. Um, so if you're in 10 foot of water say, and you, and you're scanning, looking for fish, looking for fish, you find a big one and it's sitting on an under just either out in the open or underwater stump, you just drop them power poles. You don't have to move. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about going over him. Hitting the troll motor and spooking him, right? Nothing. You just drop those and you're dead still, right? So that's where I think they'd be handy. That and the boat ramp. I mean, yeah, putting your boat no in, kid. not yeah, having to tie up. That's super nice.
2: Yeah, I wish I had them. My grandpa's got them. They're sweet. Really? Yeah, but he's the majority of the time his boats on Okeechobee, so yeah. it's like it's literally if you don't got them down, you don't see a boat down there that don't. It's them. all pretty shallow down there, isn't it? Everywhere shallow. You what know, I mean. At, Granted, there's probably deeper parts, so nobody crucify me, but, uh, like, dude, typically we're in three foot. Typically three foot of water. You know, in the most, we were Mm -hmm. in eight foot. Yeah. But that's the thing. You find this little patch of grass, and then you go and you just do the entire thing. on You put your power poles down and let it rip. Yeah. We got to go down. We should go down there next year. I would love It'd to. It'd be man. fun. He he he's kind of bailed on the bass fishing now. It's more more just the crappie deal. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest thing for him, is he's getting old enough to where he don't want to stand up and freaking cast and stuff like that. It's A lot go, of work. And the thing is, he can go down and run through a canal and mm-hmm. hit hit a couple patches of grass and catches. You don't got to catch a limit, but he catches yeah. twelve fish. He's like,
0: see ya. That's enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Yeah, I'd love to, man. I. That's what I. I want to travel more and be able to do that stuff and see different lakes like that. Yeah. It's hard now, especially with having having a new kid. Yeah. And a wife, which is. Yeah. Lots changed in the last couple years, man. Yeah, no kidding. You're engaged now. I know, I am engaged now. Q's coming up. Uh, uh,
2: No, 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 (laughs) no. Q's not. He's living a single life. On the market. On the market, ladies. <laughs> There's no ladies listening to this, I'm sorry. No, oh. it's three dudes, probably. It's three dudes, <laughs> and we
1: appreciate you three. Yeah, thanks, we appreciate homies. appreciate you guys listening, because... I, I got a question for Mr. Luke Bailey. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, do you know who Ronnie Caps is? I do. One of the greatest crop fishermen of all time. So, me and my dad, my stepdad, Tracy, we've gone and waterfowl hunted on real foot with him. Oh, really? Dude. He's a hell of a waterfowl hunter, too. Yeah, he is. I learned a lot from that dude. Just about ducks. Yeah.
2: Is that Oklahoma?
1: Nope. Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee.
2: Yep. What's the fish, or what's the lake in Tennessee?
1: Real foot.
0: Real foot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's where I went. I said that. Real foot. A lot of cypress trees, cypress stumps. Dude, it's like, it's so beautiful.
1: It's Mm -hmm. damn near, you feel like you're hunting, especially with him, you feel like you're hunting in a damn Arkansas hole. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's what he I'm is. Not done. I it's know. We need timber. to do that one.
0: It looks neat. I see, it like on Instagram, with them guys down there in Arkansas. It looks like they're just in the middle of the woods with some water. But I, go to
1: Ronnie Caps and that's the closest you're gonna get to timber, to be to be honest with you. Like that's as close to timber hunting as I've ever gone. Oh
2: yeah,
1: dude, it was incredible. Well, I
2: take that back. Whenever I was in Georgia, but it was kind of a different thing.
1: Right. But I mean, it, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah ducks were just suckering into a hole yeah huh. not a very big one
2: hey, luke you got on a handful of little bangers this this year yeah it was you a good time some geese we had some yeah fun, it was
0: kind of one of the i've been a couple times but this year was one of the funner times i've had and
2: did i tell you what i spent with turkey season now here and especially with the day that we had today was shooting a bird
1: uh still on cloud nine i uh <laughs> I,
2: I i i get in this little battle with myself in my mind of like, which, what time of year do I love more?
0: It's hard, man. You know, like,
2: I love, I, I literally think I was put on this planet to chase around geese. Like, I just love it. It's mm-hmm. so much fun to me. There's something about like, it. I, I, I just enjoy it. I love what they do. I love, like, when they finish over water and they just do it, like, I, I enjoy it so much. But also, <laughs> when that Tom come in strutting, cousin, there's nothing like it. Yeah. I, I, I just... And I'm just saying this. It's the same thing with geese. Is we play a risky game because we always try and like the game is we try and get them as close as possible. But, dude, we're not shooting turkeys far. We're no. shooting them at 10, 15 yards. Dude, what was last mine today. last
0: year, I shot three yards. That's what, crazy. What, you what would know, you like say
1: like mine was today? Like 10, 11? 10
0: yards. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy that you can get them that close it was not no the it <laughs> was there.
1: it was funny he goes which one you getting i said <laughs> we,
0: had two com-
2: we had two we had two birds come in mm-hmm. and they're both like strutting working around and work right into the decoys right into the decoys and i'm filming them and i tried we had a gopro in the back of the blind I, yeah. I'm, I'm like phone with my phone trying to get to the drops GoPro, his phone trying to get to the gopro <laughs> app and film him with one hand yeah. while i'm trying to get to the gopro app turn the gopro on and i dropped my phone and i'm like
0: Oh, okay shit. uh
2: all right i'm just gonna focus on this camera. yeah sorry about the gopro and then film filmed them coming in and that they literally the two birds came in and then i knew which one he was originally trying to shoot mm-hmm. but when both of them were in frame like literally buttered up perfectly i was like which one and he goes right one boom <laughs> and <laughs> See, we freaked that's awesome out. we freaked out. dude it was yeah. just like it's I live awesome for it that. Works. i live for that that is the best man <clears> just like and for me i was telling q i've been on a ton of turkey kills like literally a ton they but this is the first time i've ever had it where it was the first sit of the morning where we just went into the blind they flew down Mm -hmm. came in shot one typically for me it's like all right yeah that didn't happen we hear a gobble over here and we you know Go go chase it yeah go over to the another spot make another set and then all of a sudden a bird comes in and we shoot it. That happens for me almost every time.
0: Yeah.
1: He said that not even 48 hours ago.
2: Yeah. He said that. And then that. it happened today where it was just we sat there. We literally we had a heater inside the blind. And we finally were like, we're sitting there, sitting there. We're hearing birds. Turn the heater on. And we were just chilling. And then two toms came in, started doing the thing, read the script perfect. And it was just like, that's how it's supposed to work. Doesn't that always work, dude. Yeah, it don't always work like that.
1: But that's but how it is it's nice. supposed to. Let nice me tell you does. though. Yeah. When I got out of that blind, I felt a lot lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. hey, I've been hunting turkeys since I was nine years old. I'm not tur- a turkey expert, no master killer. That is my second tom ever. Really? I haven't shot a bird in eleven years.
0: Wow. Well, you did. You started it off right. Yeah. Sure. How many are you allowed to kill? A year,
1: so I can't shoot one till month, next Monday.
0: Next Monday, but, but you can kill,
1: you two, can kill Missouri. two Missouri. But what they one, do
2: it weird to where, if you kill one the first week, you have to wait till the second week.
1: Why? I don't know why. They I do don't that. know. I think it's just to help with the population type that, dude, type deal.
2: Didn't tell you the truth, the turkey population in Missouri is not great.
1: Really, dude? Nobody I mean, traps anymore.
2: You, been, you ever been to Kansas?
1: No. Whoa! I ain't done much turkey hunting.
0: You ever been in Nebraska? That's what Whoa. we were
1: talking about. Luke got I think we're. No, oh, the yeah, last weekend of May, this. or last weekend so of the
2: last weekend of turkey turkey season, we want to go down to Truman Lake. I'm
0: in, dude. Like that we have we have, we have
1: Deer Woods. That'd be fun. We have Deer Woods. We could turkey hunt. Oh yeah. We sure. have my property that's right, right down, down, down the road. road yeah. And
2: we have Truman. And we yeah, have Truman. Yeah. And then we go catch crappie. Yeah. and then we find morels. Yeah. And then we go cook all of that at the same time and then i'm sure we'll probably drink a beer too so
1: only a couple probably
0: only. a beer or two that sounds like a blast
2: let's do it the, and it'll be warm enough by then. yeah you know, it, it is the last to be down at the lake right now but it'll be the last eight, weekend it'll, it'll be nine. the
1: seventh and the eighth of may
0: yeah okay let's do it it's,
1: it's in fun. two weeks you two weekends work though,
0: don't you? So turkey season is only Three weeks long? Three weeks long. Only in Missouri
1: it is, it yeah. It starts on
2: a Monday, and then you have three weekends. That's
1: Dude, crazy. what? Kansas doesn't close till end of May? Yeah,
2: May 31st. Yeah. Man. What?
1: Yeah. That tag's not and, super and expensive and either. You
2: can hunt all day. In Missouri, you get shut off at 1 o'clock. Yeah, that's...
1: And you only get three weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here, off Turkey, but on to geese. Why is the limit only three young geese? We have oh, so many geese boy. around here. That's a freak. I know I'm probably opening up a can of worms, but I just—it is. Now, I'm, I'm just curious because like the couple times I am mm. like three geese. Like we could have killed seven a piece, but you're only allowed three.
1: Yeah, it's just whatever the state's conservation is, man. Yeah, NBC. I mean I know,
0: but like in their other states, I have more. Yeah, Correct. Kansas is a six. Yeah, so why are they double? Uh, because I don't know. I mean, I know there's local the geese, in and leave, it's
2: probably you know like they'll probably shake it up to there's a flyway there's more population there there's you know something like that but yeah. i legitimately just think if you're doing it what's the difference you know i i, I really don't see yeah i don't know uh, you, uh, and, and of course i just i would like to be able to shoot more birds you know no i so, agree here, uh, here's the thing with missouri is on average And granted, there's times where people probably shoot two birds in a group. But Mm -hmm. typically, if they shoot one bird in a group, that means you only get to finish three groups of geese Mm -hmm. a day. So if all of your people shoot one bird, it basically is three groups. Mm -hmm. Kansas, you're doubling that. You're getting to work six different groups of geese. And I always think of it on a filming aspect is like – that's more opportunities to get more footage for sure because we get to work. That's an, that's more kill shots. That's more footage, more slow-mo, more real time, more reactions, more, mm. e- everything is, is more, you can make more of an in-depth episode. But yeah. dude, If you only have three groups and I accidentally miss focus or Q doesn't accidentally hit record or we forget <laughs> the reaction or something mm-hmm. like that. You only get three, yep. so you better be pretty good on the three. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to see it be moved. Even four would be better. Yeah.
1: You know? I'd be okay with four.
2: But, dude, it's been – and I am I might be wrong on this, but I think I've heard, like, at one point it was two. I think you might have been at one at point, one point. But at one really? point it was two where you can only shoot two geese.
0: Wow. Yeah. I don't know. This seems crazy to me. because like, I,
2: seem, I, I think, think it eventually it will evolve, but – yeah. It's
0: like you can't drive down the road somewhere and see a couple of geese. Yeah. So.
2: Especially during, the, like, the heart of the year. But my my biggest thing is I, I just wish they would change the season a little bit. Yeah. This, if, if they change the season a little bit for me, as in. Because, really, we get all of our geese, like, the last
0: week. You know. Mm-hmm. If they just extended it. I've seen it, like, this year. I, this this is the first year that I really like.
2: Especially duck season. Duck season the one that drives me nuts. I don't need to hunt no ducks in November. Just let me hunt them in January.
0: Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah. Sorry. I'll go to Iowa to kill woodies in November, not in October, not freaking Missouri. Sorry. First
0: time I ever went with you guys was a teal hunt. It was Oh, it boy. Was hot. It was hot. It that's,
1: was very
2: hot. That's when we were doing the public land. You know what song that reminds me? Way. Uh, I think Bob Brown. Brown. You know what song
1: reminds me of Bob Brown and that trip with you? What song of the South? Oh yeah, or the South by uh, Cadillac Three. Oh, that one. (laughs) A little camp up there. Yeah. When when did you
2: go up there? We took his his truck. I remember. Teal season up there all the time.
1: We all went. We We all all stayed in the pop up. Yeah, we stayed. No, No, we stayed in the enclosed.
0: I, no, it wasn't me then, because I think we drove the time I went. We all rode in my truck, my red truck. Yep, drove up there and drove back. I'm pretty sure.
1: You're right. Yeah, and we somebody only else pulled the pop
0: up because it wasn't me.
1: He's right. We only went up. I went with you and but Dill, I... and it was me, you, Dill, and someone else.
0: Dakota was there.
1: I know Dakota was there. Maybe it was uh, because Trent went too.
0: I think you're right because Trent
1: wrote we all couldn't leave till Friday, and I think you and possibly Hilly maybe went up early. Maybe me and Trent went up early, or you and Trent went went up early, In and my I- truck.
2: And then you guys met us up there. <coughs> maybe that was it. That's exactly yeah. what
1: happened because you guys had dinner ready for us when we showed up.
2: Yeah, I that just- was
0: fun. I just know there was a lot of mosquitoes.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah,
2: thermosell is <laughs> essential. Yeah, you almost have to have a thermosell it was fun you remember those days for
0: me the teal yeah they are
2: they're quick <laughs> you remember moments. those days i do remember packing in going into oh, yep you have to get there i mean you just don't sleep basically yeah, yeah those are fun times man I, I look back at dude we did a bunch of hunting back in the day remember when we went uh we used to did i i have this clip remember paul's a paul i used to call him apostle paul that was right next to our major house yeah, I didn't, didn't remember that. We, was, whenever we first got that camera, me and you mm-hmm. were sitting on the ground. I was filming you on the ground. Yep, that hunting, big, that big. Whatever yeah, it was. big. Uh, I think it was the xha one. Yeah,
0: the big old camera
2: recorded on oh tape. Boy. I I I remember <laughs> filming that. Yeah, us sitting there and doing that. But we filmed all, all sorts of stuff. We've been at this for a while, <laughs> doing the hunting and me and you. Actually, actually. We killed the first deer in IO history on film. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> we did. Down at the deer woods. Mm-hmm. A doe. It was a bigot.
1: Yep. Didn't you spine her? <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> I spined her. And it was unfortunate because it was kind of a traumatizing event. You Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad we had to put her out of her misery. Yeah, we had to put her out of her misery. But the thing is, is I was I was bow hunting out of the stand that had like the rail. Mm-hmm. I might have so talked him into it too. I I had to like tiptoe over, and I just it wasn't a comfortable boat. You know, I just didn't make a good shot.
0: Things happen sometimes. It would have never happened, sure if, happened. I was, if I wasn't there because I kind of talked him into it. Yeah,
2: he was pushing. He was like, we <laughs> got to get one on film. I was like, shoot just, it. just shoot it. we got to get <laughs> one on film. And it was the first year that we shot on film.
1: Dude, I'll tell you what. I f- just completely forgot that you were part of the original IO crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So,
0: I got a ticket the other day.
2: You got a speeding ticket? No. No.
0: I got pulled over in Odessa. Okay. I was it's by a state trooper. And I was like, "Why am I getting pulled over?" I don't know. Like in windows. He pulled me over. and He goes, "Yeah." He had like the test meter out and everything. Mm-hmm. And he had a guy, guys he's training. Uh huh. Been like, there. He's like, "Your your windows are a little dark." And I was like, "Yeah." Like I know they are. I've never been pulled over since I've owned the truck. And I have like this license plate cover, and apparently you can't have a license plate cover. What you hiding, Luke? And I didn't have my seatbelt. What you
2: hiding with them tinted windows and that license plate cover? What you
0: hiding? just picking boogers, man. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, he's like, you have a license plate cover. Can't have that. He's like, where's your seatbelt? I was like, I'm just driving through town here. Like, I was going .5 miles to Mm -hmm. to the gas station. He's like, all right. Well, I also think the reason he pulled me over was because I got a new sticker on my truck, and it's, Negative towards our current president. Really? Yeah, I'm not trying to dig deep into politics. Okay. But, and I think that's why he probably pulled me over because he didn't like my sticker.
2: Yeah, you're doing some hoodlum stuff. You. But <sighs> well, yeah, so he can wrote you me. Explain what the sticker is. Is it the little guy that's like pissing? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that what it is? Pissing it just, on it, Chevy it says,
0: uh, "Let's go, Brandon FJB." Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. So. Wrote me a ten dollars seatbelt ticket and tested my windows. Yeah, I got my windows. And tested I'm just like, long you can't be out getting somebody that's actually doing ninety on I seventy and you're pulling me over for a tinted windows and a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's you know. one of those things where it's like, like I get it. I, I, I was my my tent is illegal, I right? Get it. But it's
2: one of those things where like you caught
0: me. <laughs> yeah. You caught me. Yep.
2: You know what I mean? Like, wait, I, I kinda, kinda wasted thing. both of our time. Yeah. I, but I, I, the sticker I got pulled over. Yeah.
1: Grow up.
2: I got I got pulled over for the tinted windows deal. And I'm like. This is my thing. Is anything gonna change? Am I gonna go to the dealership and go, you know what? Rip it all off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rip it all off. It's, exactly. It's just. All right, probably sign, won't get write my over. ticket. I'll for, I'll pay my ticket. We just wasted thirty
0: minutes. Yep, but it was either the sticker to me, because I don't ever get pull, I've never been pulled over for window tint, but I think it was either the sticker or he was training somebody and was just yeah showing somebody. Well,
2: something. I think another part too is like it, I I try and put myself if I was having to do that job, I probably get pretty bored too.
0: I mean, yeah,
2: you wouldn't. Well, I probably yeah. after sitting at an exit and watching freaking cars drive down the highway, I probably like. All right, let's pull somebody over. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, that right, has to, to
1: be what they think. I need it to talk to, to somebody.
2: All right. Seven over. Yep. Got them. All yep. right. What are you guys doing? Oh, it smells like weed in here. You guys been smoking weed? You know? Yeah. Let, let's get into something in- interesting today instead of me sitting on this overpass. So I get it. You know, I get it. Let's do You know, maybe you find something. Yeah. But that's the other thing, too, is it's just like, all right, I come up. Yeah, you don't got your seatbelt on, but you're just going to Casey's to get a can of chew. Not everything else checks out. You got your license ev- up to date. Everything check yeah. your stuff. You ain't got a warrant. All right, man. You get out of here. Have a good day. Yeah.
0: You know. I get it. I that's mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah.
2: I ain't trying to ruin nobody's day.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get. it. I just I can't be mad at this guy because I was doing illegal stuff. Right. But that's the thing is, and that's the thing where it's just like.
2: You caught me. You got me. Yeah, yeah it did okay, but well, whatever.
0: Here, I got a question, and maybe I've been told this my whole life and been wrong, but do they have a quota they got to hit? I don't know. I might like. I'd like to know that. I would
2: imagine you would have to
0: like because it it's a like,
2: business. Like it's a business. Like, like, like I've always have been to like hit certain goals, wouldn't you? Yeah, like how like they, they they how gotta make money. Work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like.
0: So I get the end but of I the But I don't months?
2: understand. I guess, and dude, I might be showing how stupid I am. I just don't understand, you know, like, or is it regardless they're going to get paid because of tax do- dollars? You know, like, do they have to, like, sign the tickets? But I don't know. I guess maybe that offsets some funds, you know, like, with the amount of, you know, you pay $300 for a ticket, you know. If everybody does that once a year, that's quite a bit of money. Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be wrong about it, but that's what I've been told. So maybe we ask a cop and. Find out.
2: I don't have nothing wrong with cops. I love no, cops. I love
0: cops too. They, I they think, have a we really a uh, dangerous job. Yeah, sure. I
2: love cops. And here's my thing: I respect it. the same thing with servers. I respect anybody that's willing to do something I don't want to do. Yeah, I don't want. Mean, I don't want to serve no tables. So it's like that. That's why I tip well. I treat them respectfully. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Same thing. I don't want to be a cop. I'm like, I get it. Please don't give me a hard time. No. And I also.
0: It, 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 they get a bad reputation. They get bad they get because a bad rap one, sometimes. Because one fucking dipshit right. messes up. Here's my thing.
2: I don't want no conflict. Like I just I, I would love the engagement and I'm always respectful. Yeah. Until they start trying to pull some stuff to where it's like, Come on, man. Like, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. You know, then then I get kinda like, Really? But uh I get it. Like I understand. <laughs> You got to do your job. Mm-hmm. You're doing what you you get paid to do. So I understand yeah. it. It is what it is. But you can't like. I'm not gonna say that I'm like, oh, get pulled over by the cop again, <laughs> right? <on. laughs> yeah. You know, it's every yeah. time I see I him, mean, him, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, it sucks. am okay. I like, going don't on under the speed limit. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody right. goes over the speed limit. Everybody sometimes doesn't get their tags renewed right away. Like, yeah, it all happens. So we got tinted windows. We got license covers. Like, yeah, it,
0: it, shit happens. But. Yep. No. They we definitely need them because yeah. if we didn't have them this would be one hell of a world.
2: Yeah, it'd be pure chaos. Yep. It would be pure chaos.
0: Who would you call when a guy comes in your house and with a gun? Like
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, I'd be shooting better. Well,
0: we'd be shooting, but
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh run me through uh kind of your the beginning what 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 sparked all of this because uh I, I will say with being able to fish with you is it's it's legit like it's a serious deal like you're you're eight you're ate up about it you don't take it lightly you're very passionate about the fi- crappie fishing as a whole mm-hmm. you know what i mean run me through where that stems from like what Run me through, like, what that means to you, crappie fishing, being able to do that. What do you feel whenever you're out there? How did you get into this? Um, kind of just run me through the crappie fishing experience.
0: Um, I mean, my dad and grandpa got me into it, and I guess because they got me Your out. Your dad
2: knows how to catch fish?
0: Surprisingly, yeah. He, <laughs> he taught me how to do it pre life scope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's pretty good with it. He's getting better at it. But, no, they, they got me out at as, as a young age. I mean, I've been on the lake since I was in a diaper. Mm-hmm. And the, I guess I just fell in love with it. It's just something I want to do. I played sports, too. I mean, I played baseball, basketball, all that. But for some reason, fishing just stuck with me. Yeah, and I don't know if it's – when I get out there, it's just kind of like I forget about my bills and I forget about all the worrisome, Yeah, you know. It's an escape. It's an escape for me. Like I still, have I, you know, I don't want to sound like I want to get away from my life, but yeah, you don't have anything to worry about. You're out there on the yeah. lake by yourself. With I your always buddy. talk
2: about it's kind of like a uh, flow state of sometimes you just get when, whenever you're really paying attention to something and you just get into this deal where literally you're nothing else matters. Yeah, you're literally just focused on one task. Yeah, like sometimes whenever we do the hunting stuff, like
0: yeah. I call nothing else is
2: literally even close to being in my brain other than what is in the situation. And I think that like, you have to be passionate about what that situation is for you to get into that flow state. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes whenever I edit, like I'm just like bombs could be going off, but I am just so into what I'm doing. And it's a flow state. It's just, Oh, when this happens, this happens. And whenever, Mm -hmm. I think that's the same thing with you whenever uh, you get on the lake and you're bouncing around and you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I caught him in the mouth of this creek." Mm-hmm. And that means that they're doing this. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. I'm going to buzz over here and I'm going to drop in this and uh, like, do you do you feel like that whenever you get out there it's just like nothing else matters. No, yeah. You're just flowing. Yep. You just you're picking up information, making a decision. Picking yep. up information, making a decision.
0: Yeah, like I
2: know it because sometimes I'll be talking to Luke on the boat and i am like, "Yeah, so I was thinking about buying a tractor and then I was want to do it and then I won't hear like I'll just be talking for like two minutes, and Luke would be like, "Huh?" Because you just so focused <laughs> do, in on the fishing. I'm I like, do I that, do. I'm like, but
1: I call it like what you were talking about, Luke. Though I call it like your it's your therapy. It is. It is therapy for me, and it's like I can get I can get down there, and like Dakota
0: said, I get focused in mm-hmm. on trying to catch these fish, and I do get crazy about it sometimes. Like I know I take it a lot more serious than probably ninety percent of people that fish. Yeah. And I don't know if that stems from maybe just a little bit of too much competitiveness. Competitiveness. Yes. So I don't know if it's that because, like, I've always been competitive in my life. Right. Even when I'm not fishing tournaments, I'm just going down there to fun fish. I'm zoned in, trying to catch the biggest fish I can catch. Yeah. And it's fine if you don't want to do be like that. Like I know not like you. Your thing is editing hunting. I want to document the shit. I want you to catch the fish and me make it look cool. And that's what is fun. You know what I mean? Like, going down there with you guys is I, w- I want you guys to catch fish because that's just how I am. But I know you guys enjoy just going, making videos, doing your thing.
1: Hey, I've known you since I was 16. Still haven't been on the same boat with Luke Bailey. What? I'm not even shitting you
2: right Well, you went with Dill. I've been
1: with Dill way way you too need, many times. We need to come down and go.
2: Well, you even said this, too, of, like, you're like – uh, I'll be like in the bottom of the boat, like taking some pictures. And you're like, get up here and catch one. I'm like, dude, I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> like, I know. This is hard for me. Like, I know. It was like, I it's like that last year. I'm literally doing exactly what I want He's to like, Coda, get get up here. And yeah. he's yeah, like, like nope. No, dude, I want to take pictures of you doing it. Like, I, yeah. this is what I'm here to do. Like, yeah. I like doing it.
1: I will say, though, I learned how to shoot docks last year. I, yeah. love, it. It was I was love it. I love it. That to is fun.
2: Creek. did that a little bit.
0: And then we bounced around. Yeah. I like doing that. It's just hard for me now to get away from the life scope, right?
1: Man, you still want to shoot some dogs? Come oh, on, really? It's fine. I mean, I do. But see, I'm, I'm. That's what I've always been curious of, and Luke's I'm just chasing a bag, and I want to go.
2: Luke's just chasing a bag. You
1: don't want to have a little, <laughs> right? No, that's that. But that's what I want to experience. I want to experience going out and seeing how you, you ever guys. Used it? Like, have you ever, I've only seen dill, like, when I went last year. Right. I've only seen it been used. You need to come out. But I'm not, like, the, like, dude, I f- farm pond fish. Like, yeah, no. that's the most I've ever done. But, but we got to do it, dude, because
0: it's, you. once you get out there and then you see what's really happening and realize that, like, holy cow, I can put my bait this close to this fish and it's going to bite it every time. Right. Right. That is the most mind-blowing thing for people. Like, I took Tim out and Tristan out mm-hmm. a year two years ago, and Tim was, like, mind-blowing. He's like, how in the world did you ever catch fish before? And I'm like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> He's like, I would like to just take the graph off my boat and just go fishing, mm-hmm. but I can't. Like I don't. I think you still got the it patience it. for it. I, don't. I think
1: you still got it enough though I think, to not use no, it. You could. You could. You know what I mean? Like you could definitely go out and still. Because that's fish. The, all the stories I heard of you. Like dude, Luke Bailey, he's the he is the crappie man. Like he knows where they are. And this was pre-Garmin. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? mean? Yeah, you can definitely still do it. But like, I don't know how many
0: days now that I go out and never fish a tree and catch a lemon of fish, right? Because they're just they're out in open water, and before you had to fish trees because that's the only thing you knew they were by. Right. that or spider rig, which is eight poles, right?
1: And just pushing baits. We saw a couple guys doing that while we were shooting docks last year.
0: I, I used to get
2: so pissed off because literally Luke would just we'd be fishing and he'd be like, "All right, that tree right there, drop into it, you catch a fish." And I'd be like, how's he know? no." How does, do it. how does he know? You I you drop in there, know. I pull a fish out there. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, the fucker knows this shit. <laughs> I'm like, damn, damn it. it, it's the same thing
0: as like you guys and goose on. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, these geese, these gonna, ones, they're, they're coming. <laughs> this is doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you could definitely still do it without LiveScope.
1: right? Once you, use but it, that's what I mean. Like, I know there's a difference. Not hating, I loved shooting docks, and I like just regular, you know. If I'm at the lake and I'm on my dock, I'm gonna try to crappie fish, of course. But mm-hmm. I want to experience the all the all the good shit I was grew up listening to about you about just going out on the lake and actually doing it, not just going down coves and shooting ducks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I want to experience that we'll side it. of it. We need to do it for sure. Well, it sounds like we're gonna have plenty of time to do it yeah. on that last week in the turkey. So yep. I'm excited for it. That'll be a fun fun we time.
0: You're gonna spawn this year. I don't know. I was down there last this past weekend. The water was 53, 54 and to me it's not like everybody says. You hear people say like they spawn this time of year. They spawn that time of year. It's it's water temperature a lot to water, me. water temp what's it got to be? To me 63 to 64, 65 somewhere in there. Yeah. And they'll do their deal, you know, always farther up the lake where the water's shallower dirtier water it always warms warm up warms up faster. So like down by you know where Long Show's at. Yeah. And for it's those later. that don't know that are listening, we're, we're we're primarily talking about
2: Truman Lake. This is where yeah. Luke is. Now granted you guys go over and shoot docks on the Ozarks mm-hmm. every once in a while. But primarily what we're talking about is Truman
0: Lake. Fishing Truman Yeah. Lake. That's basically the only lake I fish 90% of the time. Right so but yeah you know down by long shoal it's deeper cleaner water it'll warm up later than it will like by sparrow foot or above sparrow foot uh-huh so i personally don't like springtime crappie fishing don't like it no, what's your favorite fall fall fall, fall. fall do you like summer too he likes it whenever i'm in now summer's my least favorite is it harder it's not harder it's just hot and miserable and uh-huh. fish don't bite as good as they do in the fall
1: so you it's don't like you don't like May time. O'clock.
0: You don't like May. No, it could, the re, the big reason I don't like springtime is because those fish are so. You know, the weather hits forty degrees one day, and those fish move and do different things. And mm. In the fall, it's they're in the same pattern, no matter yeah. what, feeding and eating up for the winter. They're, I mean, they're eating. They're, they're more right. consistent. They're more consistent. It could, gotcha. it could be eighty degrees one day and thirty the next, and those fish are still going to do the
1: same thing. Now, when fall. you say fall, what time of year is this for? that you but love let's say
0: october november somewhere and there's my favorite even december and january are good
1: hey but, i know we don't really have a whole lot going on in october
0: It's is <laughs> hard like in november everybody's deer hunting all my friends are deer hunting or goose hunting or
1: doing right. something November's a busy month for us yeah. yeah it's a busy month so i always try to get people to go when they're like man i'm not deer hunting see october October's october is good I down can come out. To I'm already gonna be down there for deer hunting, anyways.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm down for October, but dude, man, November hits and it's pure chaos mm-hmm. around this camp.
1: Yeah, we yeah. get our deer done and then move on.
0: A lot of people like catch them off the banks. Yeah, uh, I mean it's fun. It's fun. It is fun. It's fun. But like I said, I'm one of the crazy ones. It's like I'd rather go live scope them.
2: Yeah, he's. I'm just stuck for that with big it. One. He you, you are. For that big one. He's ate it, up. Which, He's dude, I love it though. too. Hey, it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't talk about this one little situation. What situation? This was probably four or five years ago. We were on the spawn. Me, you,
0: and Dill. <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: he already uh, knows what I'm talking about. How many beers in?
0: <laughs> we had a a few. I don't. Yeah, we all think we had. Yeah, we were still driving around and stuff and boat. Yeah. So, was it when Dill lost that one?
2: It was when Dill lost that yeah, one.
0: Yeah, we were we were catching the heck out of them on the banks. Like they were all on we the We were banks. smashing like,
1: them. Yeah. Smashing
0: like I think day, I've heard he, Dill
1: tell this story. Every day Oh, you go out and catch a I line. I bring it up anytime.
0: But yeah, he cast out there and there was uh, there was a female up there that he had hooked. And it was a hybrid. You know, it's a mixture of black and white and they get the biggest. I mean the biggest crappie on the lake. I would say it was all the three something pounds. It came up, rolled right next to the boat. Dude, we
2: saw the back of it, and it was two inches wide. Mm -hmm. My gosh. It was was the
0: biggest crappie I've ever seen. Yep. It was a big one.
2: And his line broke at the boat, and he tried to, like, take his hands underneath and kind of, like, Grab it. Saddle it, you know, and then pull it out of the water, and as soon as his hands touched it, Took off. Took off.
0: It was a big one. Dude, it was giant. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And we all, I thought Dill was going to throw up. I legit thought he was going to throw up on the boat. Yeah, he was best. We all
0: were like just
2: staring at each other like, <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, What just happened? He probably won't. I mean, every time on his birthday. It's very rare. <laughs> on <to laughs> <laughs> his birthday, I text him and I go, happy birthday, Dale. Just wanted to remind you that one time whenever <laughs> we were, when <laughs> we were catching <laughs> him on the banks and he lost that big ass <laughs> fish. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up, but happy birthday. Yeah, I always do that. And he hates it. Did he you do goes, it this year? No, I forgot about it this year. But I, I always do that. I text him. That's hilarious. I, I know we, we talked about exact- it. The dude, I didn't, I didn't have to say much, and he knew exactly what I was talking right. about, too. Right. You know. And yeah. it's gotta, it would have had to have been a big fish for us to remember it all this time.
1: What's your PR, Luke?
2: Yeah, I want to know that.
0: Call one this year the way, 248, so about two and a half weeks. Yeah, I caught one when my grandpa was still alive that was 230 something. Which I'm looking for that 3, man. Yeah. Which it's easy to do if you go down to Mississippi and stuff, yeah. but I, I got
2: clo- I I caught close to 3. I don't remember, it was so many years ago. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but and when me and Dill went down there, we caught like three fish all week.
0: Yeah, and one of them was giant. That's the thing like
2: I had a picture of it. I got a picture. It came up on my time hop not that long ago because we were down there not that long ago. Fishing
0: is not as easy as everybody says down there. Like mm-hmm. my dad was down there for a couple weeks. He said the fish were spooky. Well, and the windy, thing is, is whenever we
2: go, whenever we went down there, the temper or the uh, weather's not consistent whatsoever. No, it was just like cold front blows in, mm-hmm. then it's like seventy one day, then Dude, it's another cold front. So it's just like going back and forth I've, and up and down and all over. The I place. think
1: the weekend we're trying to do our turkey, fish, and all that. I think that's probably gonna be. the the money spot i think it'll be a good time probably for
0: it hopefully like may yeah they should be getting close to doing the thing then depending on the weather
1: that's what i mean i feel like the weather i feel like the cold snaps are this is probably the last one i hope at least gosh damn the, the crappy thing about spring like i said
0: is like if you don't hit the crappie spawn on the dot like you can still catch some off the banks but right. you ain't gonna catch them like one after another unless you hit it dead on, right? And for us, or for me anyway, I don't get to go with it on the weekends. So if they do it during the week, yeah, I might go down on the weekends and catch a few. And then after that spawns over, they're in post spawn. It's, it's a little rough. And that's just the reason I don't like springs because it's just, everything's different weather weather post spawn pre spawn spawn. Fault they're just all doing the same shit. Yeah. A little mixed bag. Yeah. So, could be good, could be bad. But your, uh, so
2: Grandpa and Dad were definitely big sources of pouring you into the canopy fish and taught you a good amount of what, what you know now.
0: Everything, just about everything I know except for the live scope. I mean, that's the only thing I've really learned on my own. Right. But as far as the basics of fishing, like where the fish go in the in the fall, where do they go in the summer before live scope, they taught me all that. Yeah, how to drive the boat and how to do anything. Yeah, so where to fish, where to fish, you know. Oh, it just. I think this live scope thing's gonna. It, I hear people say it's controversial. Like, is it helping? You know, people get into the sport and all that. And I think it is. Like, you think about pe- kids nowadays. Like, it's all technology. Kids like right. play, kids like playing video games and everything now right and that's what that life scope basically is yeah you get a kid that likes by xbox you take him out there and go here this is how this works yeah he's gonna get hooked on it
1: yeah i feel like i could get wesley to do that what oh.
0: do you what do you think about the
2: uh, attention that the crappie industry industry gets compared to the bass industry
0: i don't think it's ever going to be as big as the bass industry I I think they it's starting to get more attention. There's just not the money.
2: Not the money there? No. Do you think it's because of product wise because literally you can get a billion jigs, you know, like with bass uh I don't know. I just feel like there's so much freaking tackle that it's just consumes the marketplace money wise. Do you I, think that that has something to do with it, or do you think that it's just more
0: prominent? I don't know. I can't really speak too much on it. I don't know. Like, I know. Because there's definitely a difference.
2: Bass fishing is way huger and gets the respect, and they have, you know, like the Bassmaster Classic is 10 times probably the event that the Crappie Masters is.
0: when not you, yeah, you say? Yeah, I mean, Wally's, like, like Wally's putting on the biggest tournament. For the last three years, he's put on the biggest tournament ever. In the first year, I think it was – don't quote me on this, but I think it was like 50. Second year, it was like 75. And then this past year, it was like a $100,000 win. Yeah. Which, but there's like you know what six you're... bass operations that are doing that. Exactly. I don't know. I, it's getting televised. I just you know, don't like... think there's the money there. Like, it's not getting televised. It's not doing all this. There's not, you know – you look at bass there's 30 different boat companies you know that are sponsoring them and there's, yeah i don't know like i got i don't know the an- the right answer but yeah i don't think it'll ever get there i think it's definitely getting bigger than it used to 100 percent.
2: i've always thought as a content and the
0: payouts just not near enough
2: yeah and i think that that's what you're going to take for people
0: to be motivated
2: to be in all that stuff is to where it's a lucrative deal yeah um I've always thought about that on the content side of the crappie stuff. Is there's such a deficit? You know, there's there's not enough people that are creating content. And no, maybe that's where maybe we can take in. Maybe and, I mean and
0: Kevin and, Rogers you know. does it a little bit, right? Which he's now just doing the bass deal. But
2: yeah, I saw that, and I saw he won a tournament the other day.
0: Yeah, your friend. Yeah, yeah, he said that was like the first big tournament he's Lake won Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he just puts out a lot of content for sure. Yeah, and. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's nobody really else that does crappie content. I mean, yeah. there's guys that, you know, like self-film and does stuff like that, but, like, there's nobody that does, like, brain and pollen yeah, type exactly. stuff. You
2: see, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you see a lot of these professional bass fishermen that uh, basically have a crew of guys that, you know, follow them around and do a, you know, tournament series and stuff mm-hmm. like that, creating content all around them, you know, going to all the different tournaments and stuff. And I don't think that you necessarily see that with the crappie side mm-hmm. as much. You don't definitely not you know no i think that there's a big deficit so you know i've I've been thinking about that lately of maybe that's a good avenue maybe you know some people could really come in and create a bunch of content for some of that stuff Mm -hmm.
0: for sure i i wish i knew the answer to why it won't be big enough but i don't i just my only answer i got is the money man yeah like money's everything and anything right
2: so. Your uh, your dad invented a uh, a staple in the crappie industry, a, yeah. a product in the crappie industry. Run me through kind of the journey of, uh, of of that. What it's called? Where it came from? You know, the problem that turned into a solution that turned into a product. Kind of run me through, even some early days in that, and kind of like what you guys experienced. And can you give me some background on that? Give me some. Give me the nitty gritty on grip and check and how it came to and where it's now and can you run down the grip and check road yeah
0: um used to, for my birthday every year we'd go crappie fishing in december 31st and you know, that's when they'd all be stacked up We six or seven of us go out in the boat and catch a ton of fish well all the fish we caught were right at nine ten inches just a lot of small fish and before it was just that regular old fray bill easy checker it had no sides on it or anything you'd always get finned trying to put the fish in there. And he, my dad's very creative. I mean, he, he can build anything. He can build anything. It blows my mind. I mean, he could invent a thousand more things if he wanted to, but, but he, he's always like trinketing. He always yeah. has a project. Oh yeah. He's a project
2: guy. Yes. For sure. Always is working on something. If it's always. like, Hey, I'm building Kindle bed frame or yeah. I'm building Parker. The, the thing that he built Parker, which is Luke's daughter. That has all the just, like, it's like a fidget thing. It's where like it's a like sensory it's got, board. Yeah, a sensory board. It's got a light switch, and then it's got a lock, and it's got a this, yeah. and you spin this.
0: Like He spent, like... But he doesn't half-ass anything. No, either. he spent, like, 30-something hours of building it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you don't
2: half-ass anything. Everything's, like, yeah. engineered and perfectly and symmetrical. And, like,
0: he's very, very attention to detail and mm. stuff like that. So, run me through, like, the product and... Yeah, he uh, kind of drew it up. He took I remember him, drew, like, got this professional pad and he drew a bunch of designs up and stuff and then i forgot what happened but anyway he ended up wanting to get like a mold made like a rubber mold made but he had to get a pat or he had to get a loan out to get the mold made which is i forgot how much he spent it was a lot a lot of money and so my mom you know my mom she's like is this a, this, hey, this what is a risk? Do, what, like, what are we doing with this fishing thing? Yeah, like this is a big risk because if we don't sell any of these. We're getting a loan out is, for this fishing The, the loan is basically got to be paid back if we don't sell anything. I mean, the loan's got to be paid back regardless, but if we don't sell anything, it's coming out of our pocket now. But so at the
2: time, it was a bit of a gamble. It was a big
0: gamble, like a big yeah. gamble. So he got the mold made. It was. It's still being built out in Grandview by the place that makes Harley Davidson taillights. Mm-hmm. And so, we got that made, got some prototypes made, a bunch of different prototypes, tested them out, figured out which one that worked the best. Um,
2: for those that don't know, run us through what the grip and check is, It's, a, th- it's the product a, that we're talking it's about. It's a
0: crappie measure. It's it's green. It's indestructible. Everybody's seen it. Everybody's seen it, sold it. Every bait and tackle store just about around the country.
2: Wasn't it privately labeled by Frable at one point?
0: He uh, leased it to Frable for a while, and they sold it at Bass Bro, Cabela's, all that.
2: Every tackle company, or... Er, tackle shop in the country
0: yep everybody has one yep all the way from florida to california everybody got one but so yeah he got a mold made then he had prototypes and then we tried them out decided i like this one went had to get a patent so nobody could steal his idea had a bunch of made he marketed the hell out of it i mean he went to every tackle show every sports show there So he was, was. going to trade shows trade and having shows. a little booth and just saying exactly.
2: hey we're gripping check this is our product yep. this is what we do.
0: Yep and he'd sell them there and stuff and then it kind of just took off and everybody kind of started asking them for them and stuff and he sold them privately for a long time just out of he somebody to order one he'd have to get them made and come back to the garage ship them out to them. Right. So then I think he ended up leasing it to bill got into Cabela's Bass Pro all the big big box stores right then that lease was up they wanted to buy it from him but he didn't he didn't want to sell it for what they offered him so he ended up keeping it got taken out of bass pro and cabela's now they're back to selling it out of their their garage to these bait tackle stores and stuff like that so they ended up i mean they're not rich off of it by any means but they made enough off of it to pay the loan back, and yeah. it's something he likes doing. I mean, it's crazy to think that, like, you're out fishing and you see pictures on Facebook of people using them, and you're like, "That's pretty crazy." That yeah. Most boats that you're driving by, you know that they got one in their yeah. life. I world. mean, we got pulled over by a conservation agent a couple of years ago, and he pulled one out. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, when I when I tell people, I'm like, "Yeah, my dad made that." They just kind of look at me like, "Are you crazy?" Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is kind of crazy. It's, I mean, it's a big product in the crappie deal. Yeah. That and your dad also has relationships with some big names in the crappie industry. Yeah, well. I mean, he he's definitely
0: introduced me to a lot of people. Yeah. Like Wally. I mean, Wally. Wally Which does, is the biggest name. He, for sure. Like, he does so much. He has donated his life to helping people in the crappie, making the crappie industry, try to make it what it is. Would, would you say that Wally is the crappie goat? Yeah, for sure. Crappie goat. Like, he... From day one, every, if you know, if you know anything about crappie fishing, you know that guy. Yeah, like there is some big names of crappie fishing, but if I mention one, you guys might not know him. But mm-hmm. Wally, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And you just know, like, Mister Crappie. Yep. Yeah, and you don't get that
2: name without knowing him. No. And
0: things. he and that's another thing. Wally is an, the nicest guy in the world, like mm-hmm. the nicest guy in the world. He helped push my dad's stuff so much. I mean, anywhere from he gave out crappie measures just a couple years ago to every guy in the uh, tournament and he gave my dad's out instead of his really yeah which is super nice I mean he's just helping some, some other personnel pushing their product yeah which he didn't have to do so he's by far the nicest guy I know though I mean he'll do anything for you so mm-hmm. yep he uh, him and my dad fished a tournament down like the Ozarks years ago and that's when they got a uh, they were fishing somebody's dock. Somebody didn't like that they were fishing their dock. And, you know, you get those people that are like, I own the lake. and da, da, da. Oh, yeah. And you're going to get that anywhere you go with docks. But ended up throwing a rocket while he's boat. Put a big old chip in the fiberglass. Really? Yeah. And they had to, like, call the sheriffs and everything.
2: Have you ever had any problems with that? You fishing up close to somebody's dock and they...
0: Uh No, I've never had anybody yell at me or anything. But you can tell, like... Most of the time, I try to avoid it. Like, if I see somebody out on their dock, I just won't fish it because I'm just like, I don't want the confrontation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go fish another dock. Yeah. So, and, and it's kind of embarrassing because, like, you go up there and you try shooting their dock and you bang a lead head off their pontoon. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dell don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, he don't. Yeah, he don't he
0: really just yeah. I just try to avoid it as much as possible.
2: Uh, I was going to ask you another question. I forgot it. Um, what do you think uh, this this year how many tournaments do you think you're going to fish crappie wise?
0: Probably not many. Not many. I wish I could. Wish I had the time. My job takes up a lot of my time. Right. Which where do you work? I work at Ford Motor Company. I work nights. And the time I do get, most of the time I'm trying to hang out with my daughter and my wife and mm-hmm. If I go, you know, if I try to fish these tournaments, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to have to either take off a Friday, be gone all weekend, every weekend, and not get to see them through the week. So, Mm -hmm. it's it's hard. But I would love to be able to do it. Yeah. So, most of your guys that are good, really good top finishers in all those tournaments are guides. Mm -hmm. And they spend – Every day on the water, right, and it's hard to compete with that. It's hard to compete with that when they're spending every day on the water looking at that graph, and you come out and haven't used it in three weeks, and yeah, it's nearly impossible to compete with them. You're so basically just throwing your money away at that point. But yeah,
2: you become opinion, you you become a contributor and
0: not a competitor. Exactly. I'm not saying it's not possible. I can't I can't say that the weekend angler can't just go out and compete, but it's definitely a lot harder. Right. So.
1: Do you know uh, a Joey Johnson? hmm You do?
0: I don't. I mean, I know him. I don't know him. I know him through social media.
1: I think my dad went to high school with him.
0: Oh, really? In Oklahoma, yeah. Say, I thought he was from Oklahoma.
1: Vanita. Yeah. What, uh, what,
0: what, what, how, how are you going
2: to afford to put the gas in the boat this year? With gas prices <laughs> the way they are right now.
0: I got to know. Uh, work a lot of overtime.
2: How much does it cost to fill up the boat?
0: Well, I don't really know exactly cuz I don't ever fill it up. <laughs> Never fill it up. No, it's just a lot of weight that and I don't ever run enough to fill it up and right. it's super expensive. It's yeah. fi- it's 50 gallons. Yeah. So, so it, I it mean for my truck it's about 35 gallons and it costs me 110 bucks right now, so. Yeah. Probably so how much me. would you put in to fish for a weekend? Maybe a, it's got two tanks on it, like a port and starboard tank. Mhm. So, I might fill one tank up, and it'll last me easily through the weekend. Mm-hmm. The only time I'd ever fill it completely up is if I was fishing a tournament and I had to run 60 miles or something. Yeah. But so it's just a lot of extra weight, a lot of extra money that you don't have to spend. So. Right. Yeah, I'm ready to – I'm looking forward to going down the pontoon this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know, me too. I'm ready to have some chill weekends at the lake. Yeah. That's. I, I will tell you this, down at our lake house, me and Kai – got the – uh our dock is just dynamite for catching fish.
0: You guys caught the hell out of them. We the weekend. caught
2: the hell out of them. Yeah, you're I sending mean, those snapshots. Yeah, them. I mean, literally, it's – and I don't know if we just caught it at the right time, but the dock has just been pretty good the last, like, handful of times that I've been
0: down. Is there a lot of brush tied up to it? Yeah,
2: and the lake is super low, so mm. uh, whenever I was down there, I just went walking around. And there's a handful of other docks that we also can fish that are over there. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see like if I can see some structure or some of this. And I went to another dock, and I found this entire freaking PVC bed that I didn't know was there. And I caught uh, like a three-pound bass off of it whenever Q was down there like a year ago. Really? And I didn't know that. But it, it would be like right now or whenever the lake is like where it usually is, mm-hmm. it would be eight foot underwater. You know, but I could see it the other night whenever I was down there. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, makes sense why I caught that fish off of that. And then I also was like, All right, this slip right in front of it, that's where that thing is? Okay, noted. Yeah. Whenever the lake fills back up. Also got um, a hook
1: in the foot after that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did get a hook in my foot. I tried <laughs> yeah, it was not good.
0: I had to rip it out. That stuff happens. But yeah, you guys caught a lot. How many did you guys end up catching? Uh we didn't have a limit. No, you guys had a pretty good bucket full of yeah them. i think we may- maybe had like 22 or something like yeah. that but we cleaned them up and ate them and Heck it was yeah. good i don't even clean fish anymore really unless i just like know we're having a fish fry or something yeah it's just a lot of work yeah it is a lot of work like we used to clean them every time we caught them and then we'd have a freezer full of them and now it's just like i get off the lake and i'm like i'd rather just go back take a nap drink a couple beers yeah I ain't got to clean fish, clean up the table, get rid of the guts. Yeah. So.
1: Well, we better be cleaning them when I come down there. We'll but. clean them. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have, we old have fish, fish fries. Yeah, we'll have fish fries. Yeah. And, and if we have some we extras, down. I'll gladly take some home. You're more than welcome. All right. right. Probably won't have any extra, but. I know. Dill will eat it all. <laughs> hey, I will yeah, say
2: honestly. this. the That weekend that we're talking about where it's turkey season and it'd probably be good crappie fishing, there's a big UFC card. So we could oh, really? go down. Yeah, we could go down. We could turkey hunt. We could crappie fish. We could come back, have a fish fry, watch the big-ass UFC card. Like, it would be so much fun. that would be a whole
0: shebang. Luke, our yeah,
1: properties what, they're 20 minutes from the lake house? Yeah, we're, in, right at the,
0: in climax, we're right in climax, basically. Right, and I'm before. You're right before you climax. Right, but I think
1: it, it'll take about – No, I might be closer to the road than to seven than you are. Yeah, we're a little off probably. How, do you, how far do you think you are from – because you're the road after. not
0: far from old Tommy's. No.
2: <laughs> you're you're the. Old nights at old Tommy's. We've had some freaking nights at old Tommy's. You're.
1: Uh, I've been going to old Tommy's since I was like five. <laughs> not the way we
0: have. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. But you're just. You're that turn off right after Crenshaw, aren't
0: you? Yeah. Like we turn right behind Crenshaw. That's right. Kind of wise off. Take so how far are you from. Is? Yeah.
1: How far are you from seven, you think? Mile and a half, maybe. See, you know, I think that's what grandma is too. Yeah, it's not far. It's not far at all. Yeah. So, they're like what? 20 minutes from the lake house.
2: Kid and Jack always shoot turkeys down there. Maybe 30. Every year Maybe 30. Yeah.
1: Dude, I that's easy. Yeah. We could I mean, I'm just talking about travel back and forth, but we also have like half the time my grandma's not even there, so we could all crash at my place I mean, too.
0: We got a cabin down there. It's it's got electricity. Uh, it's got propane heat. You know, You still got to take a shit and piss outside, but it'll do. Yeah. It's a fun spot down it'll there. It'll sleep. Tons it of fun. Mem- we've had a tons lot of, of memories down there. A lot of crazy times down there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We've had a lot of fun times.
1: used to roll my side-by-side side on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did that at many places. <laughs> yeah.
2: We used to do it at our old house. <laughs> hey, also, for the viewers, our listeners, they're probably not viewing, they're listening. When we lived over
0: at that major house, boy did we have some parties. Uh
1: yeah, every time I drive by that I tell my wife I'm like I w- you have no idea. <laughs> I went I went to more of those than the hi- than any high school party. Mm-hmm. I went to Literally, all of those. They were fun. They were way better.
2: They were awesome. It was like a create in the fire pit in the back like it was just like
0: There'd be times I'd like There'd be 60 cars there. I'd, be, I'd oh, pull yeah. up from like doing something. I'm like I'm ready to go relax. Oh, I knew to show <laughs> up <laughs> early. I was living with Dakota at, same, at that time. I like pull up, and there'd just be like sixty cars. I'm like, up well, time to party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh
2: shoot, we do burnouts in the basement with the dirt bikes. Oh, oh man. Boy. Jump the side by sides by the. Remember when we had the skid steer and we were loading up the fire with the skid steer? With mm-hmm. we would go and pick up logs with the skid steer and dump it on the fire. Yep. We, d- we didn't have fires. We had, we fires. had big, big fires. Big fires. Right.
0: Like We're as big as we could make
2: them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I was there.
2: The entire hillside <laughs> was like glowing.
1: Remember? And then we'd, then we'd trap in the winter. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: We used to trap quite a bit. It was I still fun. got them. I still got the, all those dog proofs.
0: They're all rusty and stuff. Yeah.
2: But Trapping was fun. It was just fun because like you could go sit them and then you could go back, hang out, drink a couple beers, hang out with the guys, mm-hmm. and then it'd be like. And what I always liked is whenever we walked it because it was just like a walkabout. You know, mm-hmm. we just, we'd set 10 traps and then we'd just go walk in, and somebody would have a gun if we, if we trapped something and we'd go walk and, oh, yeah, we filled this one. All right, we'll check that one in the morning. Best part was fun. taking
1: the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Letting the girls shoot the coons, coons and the possums.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I didn't realize until I started trapping that raccoons were the meanest animals on earth. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. They look cute and cuddly, but they're not Mm -mm. at all. Yeah. When you walk up on them and they're just going ballistic. Yeah. I don't have a problem shooting them after I see how they are.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But,
0: But, uh, yeah, I think, uh,
2: I think it's it, it, it's a crazy deal with, you know, how, how far I, 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 I think about it all the time. I'm like, dude, I can't b- believe we've been hanging out for a long time. How far
0: we all came.
1: Long no kidding.
2: Time, man. I remember uh, me and Luke would just drive around, and we'd have a Sonic cup, and we'd put a beer inside the <laughs> Sonic cup, and then stick the straw. You know, the Sonic cup would have ice. Oh, yeah. And we'd st- so stick th- the straw into the beer through the Sonic cup. Yeah. And when we were younger, we would show up places and we would we would be drinking a Sonic drink, but instead we'd be drinking a beer. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Like one beer matters. But we just thought we were so cool. We thought we were cool with that, man. Yeah. We I know, know exact place that
1: you're talking about,
2: too. Yeah. We used to do that all the time. <laughs> but, and now Luke's got a kid, I'm yeah. engaged, Luke's got a wife, times yeah. change, man, times change. Kid'll change, you, that's it. A- for damn sure yeah
0: run us through that what's it like having a kid dude it's insane man it's the best thing ever for sure but there's a lot like don't get me wrong i love my daughter more than anything in the world and i love hanging out with her mm-hmm. but there's a lot of stuff you can't do now
2: yeah for sure you know are limited your time it's limited. not like
0: oh let's go like i don't <laughs> think that you can be as uh
2: uh like impulsive Mm. You know, you can't just go, oh, yeah. it's Friday at 8. You know, I'm driving to the lake and I'm going no. fishing tomorrow.
0: No. You can't do that. It's you got to have a plan always. You're planning it a week, two weeks ahead. And like, you know, like now I leave, I'm like, okay, I don't want to leave Nicole with the baby all weekend because that's a lot of work. I mean, especially the state she is now, just yeah. running around the house, yeah, throwing tantrums, doing, terrorizing, terrorizing everything. everything. And it takes a lot out of her doing that. Yeah. So I got to make sure that you know somebody's gonna be like her mom comes up and helps watch the baby for a little bit but if she's not coming up i can't leave because i feel bad not right. that she cares but i feel bad leaving right so but no dude it's awesome it's, different aspect for sure you know yeah. y'all
1: ended up making a good looking kid too oh yeah how did that happen yeah i mean i know nicole she got, the got looks it from me, yeah i know man. nicole got it
2: but I hope yeah. she brought the smarts and the looks because she, she definitely she got, brought the smarts because it wasn't me. Yeah, if she got anything on your side like looks, we'd be kind of screwed, and then the smarts we'd be kind of screwed. <laughs> so good thing, good thing Nicole pulled some weight on that
1: deal. Yeah, she she, out, she ought to be a hell of a fisher woman. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait.
2: Run, yeah, run me through that. Are you so excited to have her start catching some fish? Yes, That's going to be wait. so cool. We're huh? going
0: to get her out on the boat this year. I mean, she's going to be a little young to.
2: Do you think that she's going to be the best woman crappie fisherman
0: on the planet? I'm going to try to make her. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, you <laughs> are. I know he is. I yeah.
2: know he is. I love that. Kendall, Kendall got softball. Parker getting crappie fishing. Yep. Yeah.
0: No. I just hope she wants. She's going to grow up doing what she wants to do. I mean, I, I always used to say, jokingly, as when I was a young dumb teenager, that if I ever kid, it better not be like a piano player. But yeah. You well, know, the, it, there's going to be she,
2: such a strong influence with the fishing stuff and, like, the things that you guys are passionate about. Yeah. It's going to be hard not to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like well,
0: – I mean, my dad bought her a, a softball bat at, like, three weeks old. So, <laughs> Yeah.
2: I can't imagine that. Yeah. that I mean, she's
0: going to be definitely influenced to do certain things, but whatever she ends up doing, I'll be happy with for sure.
1: So. Yeah. That Bailey line runs deep, man. Yeah. It's strong, too. I mean, yeah. your dad, your grandpa, great guys. You, you're all right. I'm all right. Yeah. Kendall, she's a lot better now. One man. of the best athletes, <laughs> female athletes I've ever know where been she around. I
0: The athletic stuff from because I wasn't near as athletic as she was. Yeah, that's got to be pretty she cool. One up to you on that. One. I mean, look at your brother. He was a way better tenor, tennis player than you. I agree. <laughs> no, just, for sure, I agree. Your brother was a hell of a. You were a hell of a tennis player.
2: Uh, I wasn't that good, but my brother's pretty good. I think I got. Uh, Dude, I here's one of the things that I think that I dealt with is I didn't whenever I was younger, I didn't like get the uh, I didn't get the you have to spend a good amount of time. Like they always say that you have to spend like 10 or maybe it's 50,000 or maybe it's 10. Can't remember 10,000 hours at something to become an expert Mm -hmm. and I didn't really understand that uh, editing was the biggest thing that I, it just clicked for me and I'm like, Oh, if you do something long enough, yeah, you pick up on things and you can be good at it. Yeah. And, uh, and this is just, you know, being transparent. I think that I just kind of bailed on stuff whenever I wasn't at the top of the game. Like if I would have mm-hmm. really dedicated myself to what I've dedicated to some of the things that I do now in life, like with tennis, if I would have really dedicated myself, I never, I like, I, we practiced whenever school practice, yeah and like we would go play every once in a while but i wasn't me and my brother like i wasn't going like you yeah. didn't play
0: competitively on the summer and all that crap. right like
2: yeah. and it wasn't like all right every night we're going up and we're going to hit balls and i'm really trying to dive in to get my back like i just didn't do that i just didn't care about the stuff yeah. as much and like I, I i'm even doing it now with hunting like i feel like Before with even whitetail hunting and goose hunting and even turkey hunting that I just was like going and going and I was spending a lot of time with, but I wasn't trying to like get really good at it. Yeah. And now I'm trying to, even with the fishing thing, like you know this, even whenever I talk to you, I try and pick your brain up. What are you thinking about right now? Yeah. I'm just trying to gain information. And there's been a like kind of a little mind shift that I've had. I'm like, oh dude, you have to ask a ton of questions. You have to get a ton of information. Mm -hmm. You have to do all this. To even be close to being good at something. Yeah. You have to take in so much stuff. You have to practice so much. You have to have so many reps. That's my yeah. biggest thing with editing is, dude, you can't edit a video once every three months and then try and be good. you mm-hmm. got to be in it all the time. Yeah. Same thing with fishing. You're going to be a way better fisherman if you've got all these different reps. Yeah. That's the same thing like what uh, we based you know, the media company on is constant drip wears away the stone. Yeah. And it's just you have to just consistently do something and do something and Whoa. do something and do something. And over time you're going to get good. For sure. I didn't have that before. Yeah. Even whenever I played basketball, all my homies, Blake Hoddle and Trent and all them, they were in their driveway shooting baskets. Yeah. And practicing their jump shot, and I was fucking around. Yeah. But I'd show up and I'd practice whenever we were at practice and I'd play, but I wasn't like that. Now I sit in the garage and watch videos on how to edit
0: stuff you just know, gotta, do, like you just gotta really do stuff when people ain't looking man mm-hmm. like that's the whole thing is you can't just half-ass anything
2: right you're fishing when nobody else is there and i ain't running the camera you're you're down there fishing and, and trying to get information regardless if anybody's there regardless yeah. if anybody knows that you caught nothing like yeah that i i it there's been a paradigm like shift for me to where it's like dude if you want to be good at something you really have to like dive
0: into it you have to dedicate yourself and to
2: here's my thing with the hunting stuff, I spend so much time and so much money doing it. Dude, you better get good because I'm otherwise all this other stuff's gonna be a waste. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you might as well do the stuff right, have the right stuff, do the stuff. That's the same thing. Like, I'm like, I, I spend so much time in this. Like, I better be good at it. You know, Mm -hmm. I got to get good at doing this because otherwise I'm spending so much freaking time, so much money to come up short. I can't do that. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, yeah, but my brother had that. He would, he, he and like we were talking, he's been practicing pickleball. And he told me, he's like, I thought that we were good because we played tennis. He's like, now I'm good, good. Because he's been playing, he's like, yeah. I, now I know how to play pickleball. It's not just the stuff that transferred over from tennis. tennis. Now I'm good, good. I know how to play pickleball. <laughs> I'm like, all
0: right, all right. Oh uh, shoot, yeah, you definitely gotta dedicate yourself. You can't just can't just just show up and do it every other weekend and just go through the motions and right. That don't work. I mean, you you'll be all right and be in the middle of the pack or something, but yeah, to become the best. Or try to become the best, you gotta. That are even it. just successful
2: consistently. Yep. That's my thing. I don't necessarily even have to be the best. I just wanna consistently have success. Yeah. You know, whenever we go out, I want to make sure that we do things right, even if it's a little bit more effort mm-hmm. to do things right or whatever. Let's just be yep. successful consistently, you know? Yeah. But. Luke, I'll tell you this, man. I appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing a little bit of the crappie wisdom. And I knew that we were going to dive into the live scope and talk about a handful of things. Um, I appreciate your time, and I hope this isn't the last time that you come on the podcast. I want you to come, and I want to have you on again, and uh, you know, maybe even dive deeper into even more stuff. And uh, we've got more stories than we have time to record podcasts. So yeah, we could probably spend couple nights here telling stories yeah um but until then i appreciate your time for coming and and, and joining us we're doing we're trying to do a podcast every week i yeah. appreciate you following up with us and yeah. we had to cancel on thursday but we we lined it up for a monday and got this thing rocked and rolled so i appreciate your time ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to the juice podcast love you.
1: With my walls!